Hello, everybody, and welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 331, Rare. I am your host, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with us this week in place of Brun is a good, our good buddy from the Great White North, also known as Stuart. Hey, everybody, how's it going? And what's your name on Xbox Live? <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Uh, Carbide is my name. I was a one, but uh, yeah, that's about it. Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob, also known as Presar, and uh, we're back at it again, episode uh, 331. That's uh, a very large number, isn't it? Yes, it is. Very large. All right. It sounds like we're good to go. Okay. I, I tweaked my mic down this week, so I don't know how it got bumped back up from last week, but I apologize last week. I was a little louder. It's deepening. The rest of you. Oh, it drives me nuts when I see And we can't yeah. tell if, you know, if no one points it out while we're recording because we can't yeah. listen to it necessarily. So, but uh, we yeah, appreciate and, everybody coming back. <laughs> yeah, I think it really affects the folks that are on Twitch and, and YouTube because I try to fix it as best as I can on the... Uh, Audio. On the podcast feed, so I, I think last week it was okay on the podcast feed. It wasn't as noticeable, but the uh, when I opened up the waveform in, in my editor before I started tweaking, I was like, "You saw these like you know you know how those look like little squiggly lines up and down and stuff like that." Okay. So you see these like huge lines that go like top to bottom, and then you see these like little teeny tiny little scribbles. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's where Brent and I were talking, and. Uh, there's where Mark was yelling. Yeah, we know exactly where you were. You know what? You're very passionate when you speak about the Xbox, and you were extra passionate about what you were saying. speak softer next time. <laughs> speak softly, carry a big joystick. There, there you go. So <laughs> Controller. They're not called joysticks anymore. They're called controllers. Joystick is gone. Uh, Joystick, yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> multiple joysticks are gone. The sight and uh, what was formerly known as the thing you held. Yeah, you still can't beat as, as badly and poorly they were built. You can't beat the original 2600 controller. So. Oh, yeah. I still love that thing. One button, easy. <laughs> so, uh, exactly all right well let's get to it this week so rob we're gonna start off and you can tell us what you've been playing oh you know what before we do that i want to i want to give a couple of announcements we were gonna we we're talking about doing this kind of all at one big rebranding thing but we're gonna we're gonna share some stuff there's gonna be some changes coming and um we're gonna we're really changing some stuff so we're gonna put new t-shirts out we got a new logo which were uh, thanks to a community member who has helped us get a new logo and Rob will be working on getting us all our stuff the so we can get that out on the site those of you that popped into the twitch early saw a original rendering of it it was a little fuzzy that and it's gonna change a little from what you saw there but it's that's a representative of what you're gonna see in the final version um, I just posted it up there because just for the heck of it, as a little treat to our Twitch viewers who may have tuned in nice. a little early. And we apologize for being late to those today. But uh, we are here. Um, so the two things I wanted to bring out, first and foremost, is we have been asked by people that don't use Amazon 
or that live in other countries, um, they have asked us, you know, hey, I want to support the show, but I don't buy from Amazon or I, I live in a different country and I would really like to support the show. First of all, thank you. That really means a lot to, to us. Uh, we're amazed that so many people um, want to help us. So we've done and done two different things. We have set up a donation page um, and you can get to there and we will put this, I'll probably put this in the show notes. Uh, we'll get it on the website notes uh, for the episode. Um, but you can go to twitchalerts.com forward slash donate forward slash this Xbox life. Now this is a one-time donation. You can uh, pay with a credit card, PayPal, um, and uh, you can uh, select uh, the amount of money you want to pay in your denomination, uh, and it'll convert over to U.S. dollars uh, for us. So we appreciate that. So that is there. Also, now if you would like to more or less kind of like Twitch has a subscribe option, but <coughs> excuse me, because we don't have eight bajillion people watching, we can't become a subscribe. We can't get the subscribe option through Twitch. Yeah. So Rob found um, a really nice service. It's called Patreon. And you can go out and subscribe or become a patron to this Xbox Life. And you can pledge to give so much money every month. Um, there's options to do per show and whatnot. But, you know, if we miss a show or we put an extra show in one month, we don't want you to be charged extra. So this way you can say, hey, I want to give. And you set the price. Say, I want to give a dollar a month. To, to TXL, or I want to give five or ten dollars a month to TXL. That's awesome, you know. Um, but that option is out there, um, so you can go and do that. And you can also watch all our YouTube episodes are also going to be out on that site. That is, you get there, you go to uh, www.patreon.com forward slash this Xbox Life. And you uh, just simply become a patron. And again, this is your choice. You can uh, choose how much to uh, to become a patron, and that would be a continuing. Every month you would get charged, but it's like after. So after, if you went today, said I want to be a patron, you wouldn't get charged until next month. So it's 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 after you've already basically watched the shows. And again, it's just a way if someone wants to continue to support us all the time. Uh, some people like to do that. We appreciate it. Now, what are we going to do with the donations and the patron money coming in? Very good question. Uh, we are tr we have scoped out some audio equipment that is professional audio equipment, and we want to bring that into the show to improve the audio for everybody. And uh, that's all that money will be going straight to that. And honestly, if everybody went to Patreon and pledged $1 a month with everybody that listens to the show, We'd have all that gear in a month within in a month's time, in in the first payment we got. <laughs> so yeah. everybody just paid, we gave one dollar, we would have it, and that would be awesome. But that's where it's gonna go. The um, yeah. So we want to use that for um, again helping to build the show, make it better for you guys, because you guys were stuck around through some rough times with our audio, and and it does sneak in occasionally. So um, this. But the equipment includes a, a mixing board so that we can pull the levels out of everybody and, and line it up and, and see what's going on as we're doing it. So it'll be a lot better, a lot more professional, and we'll get real mics that will just pick up our yeah. voices and not all the extra stuff when Rob's got yeah, his fan on. And 
Yeah, because the, the audio would be like the first step and then possibly even after that to improve the video stuff because, um, you know, the times are changing. You know, podcasts were a, a big thing years ago. And I mean, they're still pretty popular nowadays, but there's a shift going towards video. YouTube, Twitch, people want to see things, not just hear to not just hear them. So, you know, even after that, possibly even improve the the, the video presence as well. And yeah. so, you know, it's it, it's it's all for basically you guys in a sense because uh, you know you're the ones that experience the show, and you've been around a lot of you have been around for years because. You know, with the original Xbox podcast that Mark and Brun were on, what that went like eighty episodes, right? Eighty five, eighty six episodes. Ah, uh, we did eighty six, I believe. Yeah, eighty six episodes, and now we're at three hundred thirty one episodes, and uh, roughly what once a month, or I mean once a week. So that's that's a lot of shows, and uh, you know, a lot of you have been around since what two thousand six, I think, when uh, Xbox podcast first started. Yeah. So we appreciate so, it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get those links out to you guys, and we really appreciate you guys continuing to support us. The Amazon link is still there. It's not going away. Yeah. You're more than welcome to continue to use that, um, and we we appreciate it. So anyway, that way it just gives you guys more options of how you want to help out the show. And again, you will see that stuff uh, directly uh, into the show. It'll go straight to the equipment. So, all right. Um, with that, let's move on. And uh, let's let's hear from Stuart. Let's see what Stuart's been playing this week. Uh, this week I've been playing Titanfall. Nothing but. I just got an itch to play, and I hit Gen 10 with a good buddy Mark there. And, wow, I, I just have that itch. I just got to keep playing it, and I'm trying to 100% it. I'm hopefully going to do it maybe this week or shortly thereafter, and then... Then I'll go back to Unity and then probably Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. <laughs> that's, I always got to say that, you know? <laughs> I think that's cool. Mordor. I like that game. Mordor. I, yeah. I, I never could. I tried to go back to it and uh, I just can't. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe if we get a summer drought and there's nothing else this year, maybe I'll go into it and try to go back. So. Because, like, well, I'll get into it in a few minutes, and I'll tell you why I probably will go back to Shadow of Mordor. But. So, what what was your big news? You got some big news this past week with uh, Titanfall. Oh, just hitting level Gen 10. I've never done anything like that in any Call of Duty Battlefield leveling up that high. I've never gone that high, so I'm actually, that's a personal achievement of mine. Uh, I think the highest I've gotten was Call of Duty... Marn Warfare, the first one, I think I just did Prestige 3, and that's about it, and I gave up after that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, how about you, Rob? So for me this week, uh, I dipped into the, the sales a little bit, and uh, I picked up, oh, what the heck's it called? Gravity? No. The movie? Gravity. No, 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 no. It's that game. Oh, I'm having a total brain fart here. It's the one where you're shooting all over the place, and there's like the Geometry the vector. Wars. Geometry Wars. That's it. Geometry I, Wars Three. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I picked up Geometry Wars Three because it was on about I think the 33% sale, and I 
stayed away from the previous ones just because I tried the demo and they were like impossible. I just can't react. My reactions are not that good anymore because there's stuff coming from every direction and you're like, where do I go? And you got those thumbsticks. You're moving them in different directions for movement and for shooting. But uh, I just jumped on the on the bandwagon there and I, I picked it up and it's it's reasonably fun. I still have my um, my personal issues playing the game, and uh, I, I find that it's extremely hard <laughs> just because I, I I can't do it. I, I need more practice. That's what it is. But uh, I was playing some of that, and uh, I'm fighting the urge of replaying a level up until I get three stars, which uh, at this rate I don't. I think I'm lucky if I even get one star. But uh, uh, I did some of that, and then I also started Dying Light finally. And uh, I'm having a little bit of a problem with this game. And it's not for the reasons that you had mentioned, Mark, because you definitely had some issues with the game. But uh, I I like the game enough. I, I really enjoyed Mirror's Edge when it came out a couple years back. I really like that whole parkour style, just running around from building to building, because this game definitely has a lot of that. But man, like the zombies just creep me out. I, I just can't handle it. I, it's, uh, you know, maybe I'm a scaredy cat or something, but I've got so much of that like Walking Dead mentality, like in me from like watching Walking Dead all the time and getting that anxiety when the people are like surrounded by the zombies. It's just like, I don't even want to go anywhere near them. I don't want to run through like the the streets by them. You know, I just want to try. I'm like, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, okay, how can I go from roof to roof 100% without even going near a zombie? Well, you can't really do that. But uh, I, I, I almost definitely kind of prefer Mirror's Edge a little bit because running around and like trying to kill cops or the guards or whatever it was that were in mirror's edge is a lot easier for me than dealing with those zombies. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I need to desensitize myself. That's what it probably is. Yeah, you do. But yeah, just need to play it more, but I, I think it's really nicely done. Uh, the, the motions on it, I, I, I still need to get used to a little bit because just hitting that, uh, like that right bumper button to uh, to jump and everything. It's just a little odd that that yes that is. movement combination is, is a little strange for me. But I would think that after a while you just get used to it. And um, so I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that's all that I played. There was something else, probably really not noteworthy. Oh, and I got. Uh, I've been playing a whole bunch of this, oddly enough, Crossy Road on my phone. I was going to Road. Yeah, did you ever play that? Never heard of it. You ever, yeah, you should check it out. It's been around on iOS forever, and it finally came out on Android. It's it's like the modern-day version of Frogger, and it's actually entertaining. It's you, you have some kind of animal like a duck or a chicken or a platypus or whatever it is. And you just tap, and then they there's roads and trains going by, and water and crocodiles, and you just keep tapping, and you try to get your little dude to go as far as he can, as far as they can, crossing things. Just it's one of those goofy games that you can just play for a couple of minutes, and then you're good. Uh, definitely check it out. It's I, I 
give it a double thumbs up. It's entertaining enough. A lot better than Frogger, personally. But uh, pretty much about the same style game. So that's it for me. Alrighty. Well, I also played a lot of uh, Titanfall this week. And uh, at Lake Stewart, I also hit uh, Gen 10. It's the first time I've ever done that in any Call of Duty style of game, if you will, with all the... Um, I keep forgetting what they called it in Call of Duty. Prestige. So, Gen, and when you go to Gen 10, it's like you've prestiged 10 times. You've you've hit the highest prestige. So, I'm a Gen 10 level 50. There's there's XP is meaningless to me now. So, now I'm working on getting all the all the unlocks and everything done so I can get that achievement. And I'm you know, I've hit the point. This is something I never expected to do. And now I look at what achievements are left. I'm like, I can 100% Titanfall. I can actually do it, so I'm going for it. Um, it's something I'm going. I'm going to accomplish. So, we'll you made we'll that far. Why not just keep going? Oh, I will. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to keep going. So, I'm not done with the game. I played a lot of it this week, and I plan to do a lot more this next week too. So, uh, fun game. I also, I gave Dying Light another shot. And because this is, uh, as you guys have heard me talk in the last couple of weeks, I was really disappointed that I didn't like the game. And um, I was playing. So earlier this week, I said, OK, I'm going to just play by myself and see what happens. And, you know, it was OK. You know, I, I kind of almost think that maybe this game's better by yourself. Um, there are times I think that you, it is great to have the co-op, but maybe for when you're getting started and you're trying to get you know, you're leveled up. Maybe that's just best to go it alone. Um, but I was playing today. I played a lot today. And I did mostly in co-op with one other person um, with uh, Armistice. And he, it was interesting because he had a very, he was brand new to it. And he was like me, loves Dead Island, uh, loved the first two games. And he pretty much <laughs> said the same thing that I have. That he doesn't like the game, but he doesn't really know why, because it does. It's so similar to the previous games. Um, now, at this point, I was able, thanks to um, uh, console that shall not be named, record that. <laughs> um, he came in and, and dropped some really high-level weapons because he's beat the game, and um, it made the world of difference. And now, so I've got a few that are, like, doing massive damage. I can take a big guy out with one swing. Um, so I'm kind of holding those weapons in reserve just so when I really need them or when I take on a big guy. But it's helped me. Um, now I'm able to attack, like, the, uh, what do you call the, not the zombies, but the enemy guys, the, the other humans. And those guys have some good weapons, so if you can take them out, and I've been picking up stuff, I'm actually, now I can use those just to take zombies out, and I don't have to hit a zombie 12 times to take it out, and then have that weapon shatter on me after one death, you know. So, it, it's definitely improved. I'm enjoying it more today than, this is the first time I've enjoyed the game since it was released, was today. Um, I'm looking forward to playing a lot more of that this next week as well. So, it uh, looks like it just takes some time. And I think maybe... Um, Dead Island, maybe maybe you were able to take these zombies out faster. You had better better weapons a little sooner than what it seems like you get in Dying Light, but um, it is getting better as it goes. 
Now that takes me back to earlier where I said I got to go back to Shadow of Mordor because everybody told me just keep going, keep going. The game gets better, and I've seen that happen with Dying Light. It is getting better. I'm starting to enjoy. Today, like I said, today was the first time I was actually having fun with it. So I think maybe I'll have to give Mordor a try later on in the summer when we got a drought in gaming. So, but that's what I have played this week. Do you think with the Dying Light that one of the big changes from Dead Island for it is so Dead Island you're basically there with your weapons and you're just you know slogging through first person shooter mode uh, just going through the zombies you know doing whatever you need to do is it possibly the whole parkour aspect of it where it requires some skills to get around uh, do you think that that might be detracting from the game for you because, I mean, sometimes it can be frustrating when you can't make certain jumps and, and all. The, uh, I don't know, the the jumping, the parkour is a little odd. And I, I still struggle with hitting, like you said, with the hitting the right bumper as my jump button. Yeah. It's just not natural. It's just, it's like, I don't know why they had to, to do that. And I know I could probably go through and change it in the controls, but there's other things I think that the A button is used for. So I don't want to mess up like some move or something later. Yeah. You know, where it's like, oh, hit the A, B combo button to do this. And then it's like, you, oh, hit the B, R, B button to do this now. And I'm like, you know, I'll leave it as you, they designed it. Because you do, you don't you hold the A button to uh, to see what's around you? I forget what they call it. That uh, <laughs> I, I never use that. You know I what think, I'm talking about, yeah, where it like flashes out in survivor front of you. sense or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's X or A, but it might. Yeah, I, I, I think don't ever use. I don't ever use that. I keep forgetting about it. And I, I've got the grappling hook now, and I keep forgetting that I've got that. And I, so I'm still sitting there going, "How do I get up on this building?" And and Armistice today said, "Use your grappling hook." And I'm like, "Duh, that's right. I've got that now, don't I?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now I'm trying to figure out how to use that. So uh, that does make it easier to get up on the buildings and stuff. So uh, that's that is an improvement. So. Okay. But, alrighty. So let's move into. The news, and this week it's all me. So let's let's see if I can uh, manage this and the images all at the same time. This ought to you be can do fun. It. I can do I, it. Huh? I believe in you, Mark. I believe in you. Okay, <clears throat> we'll see. <laughs> so here we go. The crew is getting a new player versus player mode this week, which would be um, this past week. So. Um, I don't know if you guys have played The Crew, um, but it's a, a car PG, as they call it. So it's a car-driving RPG game. Um, but anyway, so they have added... The next patch adds a new player versus player mode, which puts you in an elimination race against other players. Oh, great. And a video kicked off. Um... So, okay, puts you in an elimination race against other players, 10 new tracks, and there are, and that's all the details that it has. Um, four new uh, faction missions are also being added with the patch, so if you've been itching to bite your thumb at those cards, uh, uh, whatever. If you've been, new four new faction missions, that's, that's enough. Enough on that one. Bye-bye. All right, so we've talked about... Um, 
Bill's, oh boy, my screen's all messed up. See, that's why I don't like doing this because it's complicated. All right, so Phil Spencer has teased via Twitter and has shown off the Xbox One screenshot feature. And I'm kind of wondering, I thought this was kind of funny. Um, he is doing it on his dev kit and he tweeted that. So you, you have the screenshot option. And if you look at that, you can press Y to save the screenshot, whatever is on your screen. But uh, so that's probably going to be in the what March update. We'll probably get that. Um, we don't have a date yet, but it's in the dev kit, so it's probably going to be um, in the March update. Would be my guess. So it looks like you'll be able to access the screenshot function by tapping the home button twice and then pressing Y. Uh, assumingly the screenshots will be collected in the same place that the 30 second game clips are, but we'll have to wait until we find out a bit more. So we'll keep you guys updated as we hear more on that feature. All right. Are you guys like super excited for screenshots? Mm, me, not so much. No, I, I don't think I would ever use it. I, I, think I don't, think I'd, I don't think I'd ever use it at all. I, I use record that and that's about it yeah i think it might be neat if you get if you were able to do something in a record that match and then you could pull yeah. the screenshot out of the record that video but then i don't know how clear it's gonna be i think that's about the only place i do it like ooh, that would make a nice backing of me doing pulling off some amazing stunt or something but yeah I, yeah i don't know if i would use it all that often so or you know if you have some like, uh, you know, crazy score or crazy combo you just did, you can just screenshot that. I, I could see people use it for bragging rights. And, and backgrounds or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, all right, I guess we'll see. Well, maybe we'll, I'll get, figure. A, maybe we'll yeah. get a command to say, screenshot that. <laughs> you know, so I guess we'll see. All right, so Far Cry 4 has new uh, Overrun DLC is now available on Xbox. Uh, this, uh, you get to team up as Rakshasa or the Golden Path and control a series of neutral locations across Kirat's countryside. Protect from them from being overrun by your opponent. There's four maps and one new PvP mode included. Uh, it does require you to have the original game. Uh, it is part of the season pass, so don't buy it again if you already own it. Um, they don't list a price here, and Major Nelson does not give us a price for it. So, but... Anyways, if you're interested, go get it. Uh, also now available. See, this is this is just doesn't work me doing all of this. Uh, the Escapist is now available. Um, you can the Escapist is a prison break simulation that provides players the opportunity of experiencing a lighthearted insight into everyday prison life. While the aim of the game is simply to escape the details and the execution. This reminded me of that. What was that game you liked, Rob Mo Monaco? Oh, uh... Yeah. This, when I saw the screenshots of this, I'm like, this kind of reminds, I mean, that's what I immediately thought of was Monaco. A little bit. I mean, the games to are totally different, but it, uh, I, I could see why you say that, you know. All right. Next up, uh, we talk, I don't remember if we, I know I posted this in, in our Facebook group, but uh, you guys are familiar with Will Arnett. He has started an Xbox game show. He's the star of Arrested Development and, um, he has been picked up 
to uh, buy Xbox, sorry, to start his own gaming chat show with his buddies. So I watched the first installments. It was actually kind of hidden. You had to go on the dashboard into like where the sales and stuff is or where the Xbox gold, you know, you go in to get all your gold stuff. And then it was like hidden in there. It wasn't like blatantly on there. I was kind of surprised that they hid it. But um, I watched the first one. It's also available on, on, on the YouTube. Um, it was. I thought it was kind of boring. These guys were just sitting around playing Evolve and talking. And it was like about maybe eight minutes long, I think it was. It was short. Yeah, it was real short, yeah. I thought it was kind of boring. I'm like, I thought there was going to be more to it since Xbox was kind of doing this. You know, it's like a, one of those maybe Xbox Studio. Maybe they were working on this before they canned all that. But uh, you can check it out if you are so inclined. If not, you're not missing anything. Um, for our friends across the pond, they might have a little bit of excitement over this next announcement, and that's Don Brickman, or yeah, Don Bradman. Cricket is now available on Xbox One. I I, I don't know. Do either of you guys familiar with Cricket? No. I don't know, but it looked interesting. And uh, I'm not across the pond. Yeah, you're you're up north, so. <laughs> yeah, it's just snowshoes for me. So I, I think this is like a I think cricket's sort of like baseball to me. It's like a polo, ba uh, without the horse, golf, baseball mashup or something. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. you got a flat bat. <laughs> you and, got those things in the ground. And don't they roll it to you? They don't. I don't think they pitch it. I think they call it pitching, but I still think it goes on the ground. And I don't know, um, but maybe one of our friends can, from overseas, or a good cricket uh, enthusiast, can maybe shoot us an email or voicemail and explain to us exactly what cricket is. A voicemail would be awesome because then we can put it in and everybody can hear exactly what oh, cricket yeah, is yeah. all about. So, all right, next is a game that's been announced for Xbox One called Swindle. Uh, this is from Size Five Games. They're promising that Swindle is coming to Xbox One. Uh, courtesy of developers, publishers, and master the console port, Curve Digital. It'll be out the same time as the PC version. has been described by developer Dan Marshall as Spelunky crossed with Deus Ex. Um, that didn't intrigue me. <laughs> I don't know if it intrigues anybody else, but this is it's a... It's kind of a strange combo. Yeah, it's a heisty crime caper set in a pro uh, procedurally generated steampunk city. Um but, so we'll see. We'll give you guys more on that when it is released. Very weird. All right. Next up was we've got some uh, activity feed. See, this just doesn't work. Ah. Uh, activity feed and suggested friends features are now available on Xbox.com. So there's cool features that are supposedly already available. I haven't seen them but the activity feed you can see everything on your feed make text posts and like comment on and share feed items directly from your browser uh, the feed the suggested friends feature will help you expand your friends network and find new people to play on xbox live with um, so those are available on xbox have you guys seen this yet i just did it right now and there it is cool yeah so it's up but the you can actually pick to go back to the preferred homepage. I don't know how you can do that, but it's there. Cool. So it's almost like this Windows 10 
smart glass being integrated into the xbox.com sort of uh it just looks like you're almost like your normal activity feed when you actually go into the activity feed on the on the one it's just a big gray background and that just shows everything like people unlocking achievements and making video clips and all that other fun stuff ah there it is yes indeed yeah i have not seen this Prefer the old homepage? Click here. No. Um, that's interesting. I might like the old one better. <laughs> I guess we'll see tomorrow if it changed it. All right, so check it out if you are so inclined. Um, oh, Sunset Overdrive. They got some new DLC uh, for Valentine's Day. It was, uh, I guess, this gr uh, one of the developers has a daughter named Ainsley, and she's made some drawings, and there was... So they put some of her drawings in the game, and I had seen this and knew about this before. Well, uh, this past week, they made a, an achievement worth 175 gamer score to go find all 12 of those. And if you found all 12 of them, then you got the achievement. <laughs> Plus, it unlocked some clothing options, and these were all like something to do with like uh, clothes that his daughter would wear. So I thought it was kind of neat. A developer kind of did like almost like a tribute to his daughter in the game. Um, but I was surprised at the 175 gamer score that they gave it. <coughs> On top of it, they gave out uh, a video of where all 12 were. <laughs> so it was not hard. It was a real easy 175 gamer score. So if you are looking for some easy achievements, check that out. Uh, you can go to news.xbox.com and find the story in the video right there. It'll walk you right through. Uh, we spoke earlier about Dying Light. I guess the game's simply not hard enough because... They are going to make a hard mode is coming to the game. So, uh, let me see. Uh, when, you know, as... Sorry, coughing again. If you guys have played it, it's it's easier to play during the daytime. At nighttime, it gets crazy. The good thing about nighttime is, like, you're, you earn, like, double the agility and points, your XP and stuff. Like, it goes up, to, you know, so you earn twice as fast. Um, but the patch is uh that's coming out uh at the start of march we'll add some new outfits and uh to the brutal zombie game and it's a it's the first of several free content updates coming and let's see here we go so let's see when this let's see i'm trying to find the actual part where they talk about this they don't really say they just say it's getting a hard mode so they didn't specify if this was um, day or night, but the game is going to get a harder mode if you want to go back and make it even harder on yourself. Um, all right, Rob, if you have you have you booted up your Windows 10 recently and checked out the new Xbox app? I did, but for some reason I can't get the update. Ah. It's it's uh, really strange. I, I did some brief googling about the problem and uh it, i didn't find anything i go into the store i see that there's an update for it but everything is like zeroed out i've got like 20 apps that need updates everything is zeroed out and i can't when i click to download it does nothing so right. i'm hoping that there's an update soon to yeah. windows to fix that yeah this said on february 13th they said that they had an update yeah um they went out that day the so you will automatically get it. Um, but what they've yep. updated 
There's the top navigation bar. So it says the smiley face J can be used to send feedback about the app to the product team, get access to forms for the Xbox app, uh, and you can now rate the Xbox app. Under friends, the user experience or friends has been updated so that you now see suggested friends under a suggestion header at the top of the friends list with a see all button to browse the entire list of VIPs on Xbox and people you may know. Additionally, you can start typing in a friend's name in the search box to instantly find specific friends. And then set, uh, settings, it says small fit and finish items were added to the settings page. So they are again updating uh, that app on Windows 10. So cool, keep at it guys. We want that rock and solid when it comes out. Um, also, uh, at Microsoft, the Xbox team is going to be at GDC this year, along Sweet. with the Windows 10 team. So this this is pretty cool um, because I think, and I personally, I think the reason the Xbox team is going to be there is we're going to find out some more about uh, DirectX 12. Um, let's see. So I'm just I want to I want to actually read this to you guys. Because this is kind of, I think this is kind of some cool stuff. So next month, the annual game developer conference returns to the um, Moscow Center in San Francisco. And as the games division for Microsoft, Xbox will be there in full force with 16 sponsored sessions. A robust booth presence and two lounges, Xbox will showcase the, showcase the latest and greatest games and announcements on game development from Windows 10 devices and Xbox One. During last month's Windows 10 briefing, head of Xbox Phil Spencer shared Microsoft's vision for gaming across devices with the announcement that the Xbox app for Windows 10 will include some Xbox Live most popular features and some of the most beloved Xbox experiences. So at GDC 2015, Xbox will share new tools and roadmaps with developers for creating games on Windows 10 devices. On March 4th at 11 Pacific, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific, Spencer will host a presentation about developing games across the Microsoft ecosystem from Windows 10 PCs to Xbox One consoles. As this session will be open to GDC attendees only and seating is limited, it will be made available later that day on Xbox Live, YouTube, Channel 9, and here on Xbox Wire. That's not all Xbox has going on at GDC 2015. Our talented developers and thought leaders are going to cover a wide range of topics across 16 sessions over the course of the conference, including developing games for Windows 10, Xbox One, a closer look at DirectX 12, which that's the one I want to see, a deep dive on creating cross-device multiplayer experiences with Xbox Live, and more. Uh, you can check out the full schedule if you uh, go to news.xbox.com and, and look into the story. They have it listed. So on the gaming front, be on the lookout for new innovative ID at Xbox games in and around the conference. And uh, we'll have more news on this as it's happening. Uh, we'll share it with you in upcoming shows. <clears throat> and lastly, Rob, this one's for you. I'm going to let you talk about this since you're the one that posted it on our Facebook group. But sure. uh, this is legit because we don't know about the contents, but Major Nelson did confirm that this sale was happening. Yeah. So on uh, February 18th, which is Wednesday, they're going to be starting the ultimate game sale. And there was a leak that, uh, from what I saw online, came from Aust from the Australia site. There was a, a leak that had some of the titles and the discounts that they were going to have for this sale. So we don't know exactly if we'll have the same thing over here in the United States or in other regions. Uh, I would assume that we would have the same thing and the discounts may or may not be the same they could be different you know because uh currency is different in, in different parts of the world but there's some pretty sweet uh deals on here and uh i'll read a couple of these the halo master chief bundle 
is going to be 25 to 60% off. And I think uh, when we were talking about it, did I tell you it was going to be like 25 or $30? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, even for those folks that, you know, aren't really into Halo so much, I mean, that's four games, isn't it? For yeah. 25 bucks. That's an incredible deal. And uh, at $25, I might even consider picking this thing up, where normally I, I had no interest in getting it. The Killer Instinct Complete Collection, 33 to 40% off. Shadow of Mordor Season Pass, 33 to 40% off. Walking Dead Season is, 1 and 2. What? Is this... Is that... the? It's, it says 20... Okay, so go back. Your story says Halo Master Chief Bundle, 25-60% off. Isn't that $25, which is 60% off? Because these are all saying 33 to 40%, um, you know, 50 to 60%. I think that's... You know, 50, I think you're right. I think that's the price and then telling you how much the percentage is. Because, yeah. Cause, and this uh, has got to be Australian money. Too. Well, I don't yeah. know because $25, that would be about 60% off here. Yeah, I don't know what the exchange rate is. But, I, yeah, I think you're right. It just, uh, it's, it's just weird the way, it's, how I, yeah. the way that it's laid out here in the news story. Because I, I remember was I was bad. looking at the... Oh, I was gonna, I was just gonna, I thought I read on the that post that you did it was uh like twenty five percent for silver or regular people and then sixty percent for gold members. And yeah, there was gonna be a difference. Oh, so that's the okay, so wow. That's huge. That's a big bonus for gold members. And it really depends on the versions as well, because I think of the uh Master Chief collection, isn't there like a couple versions of it? I know there's a bundle, and I thought there was something else. So, I mean, we'll find out on Wednesday. It's just a couple of days away. So, if Halo Master Chief Collection is 25 bucks, that's a fantastic deal. Uh, Killer Instinct Complete Collection, 40% off. Looks like around $33, possibly. Uh, the Shadow of Mordor Season Pass. Now, wait, this is where it's different. I mean, Season Pass isn't $33, would it? No, well, 40. I think well, I think what Stuart said is right. It's thirty three percent off if you're silver member. It's a forty yeah. percent off if you're gold member. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. So yeah, uh, a Walking Dead season one and two, they're going to have about half off um, if you missed it around the holidays, and then uh, some of the other titles are going to have. I'm not going to list the prices off. I mean, right. they're pretty discounts on on all these. We're looking at Alien Isolation along with Season Pass, Advanced Warfare and Season Pass, The Crew, there's a Gold Edition, Destiny, uh, let's see, Fantasia, Forza Motorsport 5, not uh, Horizon. This is uh, the original one that came out last, or actually a year and a half now almost. Yeah. Uh, Lara Croft, Temple of Osiris along with Season Pass, Sh uh, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, uh, The Monopoly, Family Fun Pack. I think you got this one, didn't you, Mark? Which the Monopoly one? game. Yes. The Monopoly. Yep. Yeah, I think you were liking that one. The Telltale Games Collection, again, half off. Trials Fusion, Watch Dogs, and then uh, there's the Ultimate Value Sale. Uh, this is some of the same titles. We got Sniper Elite, we got Sticks, Lords of the Fallen. Lords of the Fallen. That was a really steep discount, 85% off. It was like $9, if I remember right, which uh, for a $60 game to pay 9 bucks, uh, that's, that's huge. And from what I recall, I think some people were enjoying this game. 
I don't remember too much about it, but I, I thought I remember hearing people liked it. Um, so, uh, yeah, Angry Birds, Star Wars, Costume Quest, Connect Sports Rivals. Uh, some, some looks like it's going to be some fantastic deals. Now, Mark, I, I did want to mention uh, the conversation that you and I had. I think it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> So we we're talking about this, and you know, I was telling Mark some of the on Xbox there. Live, mind you. Yeah, that's right. So we we're talking about this, and Mark mentions he's like, you know, I wonder why they're like really discounting this. Kind of like, what's wrong? You know, why? <laughs> why are there such huge discounts on all these games? And what was funny about that was I was thinking the same thing to a degree because. I don't know how many shows ago it was that we were talking about this, but we were talking about how awesome it would be to have Steam-like sales where you have these games, you can get them super cheap, and they're such a fantastic value, and you actually do get a lot of that. I'm getting this game just because it's cheap. <laughs> it's just like, here, take my money, take it. And here we are, we're kind of getting a taste of that on Xbox Live, and we're immediately like, what's going on? Why, why is it? We're far away from the Steam sale prices, I believe. Yeah. I mean, my understanding of the Steam sales, like everything's like a buck or something. I mean, it's well, I mean, it's you get like games a for giveaway. five or nine. Yeah, five or nine dollars. So for decent twenty-five dollars, but, but you know, we're that's still pricey. But like Halo Master Chief has not been out that long, so that's a huge no. discount. You know, and there's a lot of stuff on this list that's you know, at least we're seeing it. It's a start of something. Exactly. That's what I'm excited about. And, you know, if we see something like, uh, uh, I'll say that Lords of the Fallen, if it's $9 now, I mean, we'll probably see that same price again, if yeah. not even less, maybe, you know, a year from now. So, because all of these games are pretty much less than a year old, I think. Yeah, and just something I thought of, I see NBA Live 15 is like 85% off. Um, yeah. But if you do have EA Access, it's coming to EA Access Vault. So you're going to get it free um, right. here if you're an EA Access member. But the thing about these is, you know, a lot of these, it's like even with that one. So if you don't renew your EA Access, then you lose that game. It might be worth it to buy it when it's this cheap. Yeah. You know, um, Sniper is always have for 80% off. It's that's, you know, that that. It's that game's worth it. I mean, uh, it wasn't as good as the second one. I still, you know, had a, a lot of fun with it, anyways. But um, you know, eighty percent off—that's that's awesome for a full-blown game. So, I think that takes it under ten dollars, doesn't it? Or it's right at ten bucks. Yeah, I I mean, whatever the math is on that. And and by the way, uh, everybody, don't forget uh, tomorrow. I think is when Sniper Elite goes on the games with gold for, for the, the 360. Oh yeah. So yeah, get, get uh, your, what was it right now? It's uh, the Bro Ta Brothers Tale of Two Sons. So which is a really good game in itself. If if you haven't grabbed that one and that's too late, you kind of missed out. And that it was a, it was a good game. And I also want to mention that these sale prices that we talked about uh, the stuff that leaked is essentially the Xbox One games. Surely there's going to be 360 games. We just don't know what they are. And uh, for all this, we'll probably be talking about it next week for what the actual prices were. If what, do you they think, what do you think, Stuart? You're too quiet. <laughs> uh, 
I was only looking at really sticks, but I kind of watched a little bit of that, and I was like, I only watched maybe a minute. I was kind of turned off, but Call of Duty, no. Walking Dead scares me. I already <laughs> own Shadow of Mordor. Destiny, I own. And Crew, I'm not really much of a driving game, so maybe uh, Trials Fusion. I, I did have that for the 360 for a little bit. That's Yeah, I would get Trials Fusion for sure. Um, yeah. They've done a lot of uh, stuff there. They got the season pass as well. You might, you know, they're they're still got content they're releasing for that in the season pass. So that those two might be a really good purchase. Yeah, wasn't trials like wasn't trials twenty dollars, and the season pass was twenty. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be if this is right, it'll be probably like nine or ten dollars for the game. But it's definitely worth it for that much. Oh yeah, for that great. much. Yeah. Yeah. So get your virtual wallets ready for this. Week. Yeah. going to suck some of that money out of it. <laughs> or unlink a credit card from your live account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the next week. So. And for those of you doing game sharing, here's time for your uh, your buddy to maybe part, uh, get on those sticks. I've, I've heard that yep. from people recently. They're like, uh, in fact, I heard it today. I was with a, I was in a game with a guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm game sharing, but I'm getting the lousy end of the deal." So, tell this is your chance to tell them, that, "Hey, Annie, up and buy some stuff." <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky. Gotta I got a, I got a good sharing partner. So, uh, he's he's always asking me, "Are you gonna get this, or do you want to play that?" He actually asked, like, "Do you want to play this?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not interested." And then it's like. I don't see him getting it. It's like, you get what you want. You don't have to go based on me. But I, I got hooked up with a really good sharing partner there. So, But, uh, yeah, um, there's an opportunity. So good sales. Hopefully we keep this coming. Oh, for sure. So, All right. Well, that what wraps up a very long news section. And uh, now we can take it into our roundtable, which will probably be really short. I, I couldn't think of anything to talk about this week, and it's been a short week. And that's all right. Stu and I want to get back to uh, Titanfall anyways. So. That's right. I got to get uh, got to unlock that last achievement. Exactly. You're down to one? Uh, I got three left. One of them is that uh, Frontier Defense and unlock everything and the daily challenges. Wow. I'm at 82% for that one, yeah. Oh, yeah, I need to get in and do my dailies today. You know what? I better launch that right now so I don't forget. At least so I can get them in my register queue. Because that, I didn't play today. That would stink if I lost. Because <laughs> that'll take a while to get them. Ah, they aren't that bad today. Well, I just, as long as I get them in the queue, you know. So, there we go. All right, so for the roundtable, I wanted to talk to you guys about... Uh, a company that a lot of people um, are hoping to see more out of in the in the coming year, and Phil Spencer teased a little bit of this recently with the Battletoad shirt, and that's about Rare. Uh, lately, they've been kind of subjected to all the Connect stuff, and I think everybody's pretty much hoping they get off of that and they get back to some of their great franchises that they have produced in the past. So I was curious, and I got a link there. You guys can go to that link if you're not familiar with everything that they've ever made. But uh, there's a full list of all the games they've developed. I'm curious what you guys want to see coming out from Rare. And this goes out to our Twitch group as well. If you guys want to uh, name off some items, I'll try to keep, remember to keep my eye on it. 
on the chat and uh, and say what you guys are thinking. But uh, while you guys are looking at that list, the things that I would like to see, and one the, the first one I was surprised, I didn't even know Rare made this game, was Marble Madness. Um, I used to oh, yeah. love playing that game back in the day. And uh, I'd like to see, like, uh, a game like that come back out. You know, I think it would be cool. <clears throat> I'd also like to see a, a, a Perfect Dark remake. Um, I'd like to see, like, a reimagining of that or, you know... It, I played Perfect Dark Zero. I think it was on the 360. I think that was a launch title. I, it really, I didn't think was very good, but I think that that game it could have really good potential, especially on the Xbox One. And if they did it, like, think about, like, GoldenEye, but with, like, in the style of, like, Tomb Raider, where, you know, they used Tomb Raider, the newest Tomb Raider game, those types of visuals, and made a, made a spy game like that, a spy shooter game. I think that would be really cool. I think they could do some really neat stuff with that franchise. Um, also, Banjo-Kazooie and Conker, I think that'd be cool to bring them back, give us some nice, you know, mascot platforming, you know, fun games um, that are family-friendly and are beloved by lots of people throughout the gaming world. So those are just some that I would like to see. How about you guys? You guys got anything particular? Uh, for me, I'm Battletoads. I remember playing that back on NES and SNES and all that stuff, and uh, it just brings back good memories. So you were excited to see that Battletoad t-shirt? You know, I didn't even recognize it until somebody posted it on Facebook. Why is he wearing that shirt? And then after that, I was like, oh, maybe he is teasing something. I, as soon as he came out, I, I, of course, looked at his shirt, and I'm like, I have no idea what that even is. So I'm not familiar with Battletoads. So, but. That would be a good four-player co-op, that's for sure. How about it, Rob? You see anything on that when, list that jumps out at you? Man, when, when I looked at this list, I mean, this thing went way back. I mean, these guys have been around forever. They start off, it looks like uh, early 90s, uh, late 80s, kind of. And they've made games for just about everything. The Amiga, which uh, is near and dear to my heart, uh, where they made Battletoads, uh, made arcade games. I guess these are the guys that did uh, Killer Instinct for Midway. Uh, game Boy, Nintendo 64, the NES. Uh, and of course, the Xbox and the Xbox 360, Xbox One. I mean, they're easily, you know, a couple dozen games, if if not even close to a hundred games, is what these guys have been making. And uh, Marble Madness. This is a game back in the day. I mean, this thing was just amazing. I don't know how it would transfer nowadays. They'd have to make it a little more interesting than just rolling that ball around. But uh, it would be interesting to see. Did you Something ever play to it. Mercury? Was it Mercury HD on the PSP? Yes, yes, I, I did. To me, that was like Marble Madness. Yeah, very much so. And yeah, I really enjoyed Mercury on on the PSP. I thought mm -hmm. that was a lot of fun. It, it was good, actually. Yeah. So I think they could do it. Right. They could do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, other games that they did, uh, let's see. A whole bunch of the Donkey Kong games, you know, Donkey Kong Land, Donkey Kong Country. Those are pretty good for the Nintendos. Uh, 
the ones that I think that they're probably best known for would probably be like the banjo kazooies and uh there was something else the conquer conquer's bad fur day banjo tui viva pinata you guys remember that oh yeah <laughs> yeah they made that uh let's see what i could else. do without an, another one of those i thought that was really? corny no nah, i you know i i think taking a little probably... pinata into the little hut and Put on Dude, a I, I think that's one of your guilty pleasures. Let's get it on. And you have your pinatas <laughs> hooking up and making yeah. baby pinatas, and I, it was a weird game, man. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Uh, and then they made all the Connect Sports games. So most Ooh. recently for Xbox One, Connect Sport Rivals, uh, Connect Sports Season Two, I mean, Killer Instinct again. It would be uh, definitely cool to have. Uh, I like platformers, so there's some platformers on this list. I'd like to see them come out with that. Uh, I'd like to see Battletoads just to see what all the the fuss is about. I really don't remember this one from back in the Amiga days. Uh, I'm sure I've seen it, but I just need uh, something to kind of jog that aging memory that I've got. But uh, I mean, these guys have such a huge list of games that I'm sure they're going to put out some good stuff. That'd be cool to get into that archive and bring some of this stuff to light. Oh, yeah. You know, especially some of these games that were just on, like, the little, like, the old consoles that never made it up. If they own some of the internet intellectual property or they have some kind of contracts that might still be in place, I mean, they could bring the stuff to... Uh, you know, to the present, I'm sure it would take off. It, if nothing, it would be you know it would capture the folks that have the old nostalgia thing going on. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, oh, I love this game. Then they got your money, <laughs> and they're like, oh, I feel cheated. Oh, well, that's most games. I'm not saying that their games will be like that, but but yeah, it just there's such huge possibilities of what they could do. I'm looking at some of these games. 1987. Yeah, I think their first one was 86, wasn't it? On that list. I think at the very top. Is it slow? I don't know. It's, these are Nintendo games. And... Yeah, 1986. The Yeah, they were Nintendo was the publisher. Yeah. But, you know, Rare was the developer of the game, so. Yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of interesting. That kind of brings, I wonder... Things like Donkey Kong Country, um, they did Donkey Kong Country. Um, I suppose, I think Nintendo owns that license, though, for Donkey Kong. Yeah, so I, I think they, they just developed do. it on with them. That, so we don't know a lot what, you know, which of these they would actually be able to bring back. Because um, even Battletoads was, what, well, I guess it was Sega? Because it says it was published by Mindscape one time, Trade West Sega another time. Um, Trade West, yeah, it looks like Trade West and Sega, and uh, yeah, so I, I don't know, that's probably, since it's not Nintendo or Sony, then may, may still, they may actually own the rights to that. Well, the mm -hmm. Battletoads is Super Nintendo, I'm just looking at that one right now, it's a 93. Yeah, and they did uh, an EA version for the arcades. And then Amiga version from Mindscape. 
Oh, yeah. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. So, but yeah, even I, the Nintendo version was still published by Trade West. It wasn't published by Nintendo. So. Right, right. It went back as early as 1985, Silent Service. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I saw that name. Um, I'm like, I can't remember what that game is. I didn't want to say it was like uh, like one of those Periscope submarine games. Oh, Microprose. Right. Yes, you remember, Yes, I remember that. Now seeing the box art, <laughs> it's a submarine simulator. Is that what it is? It was oh, designed yeah, yeah. by Sid Meier and published by Microprose. And dude, I, I remember, remember playing, playing a that. lot of Microprose games. Yeah. Yes, that was. They put out some good stuff on the Amiga. So, and another one I thought was interesting, um, if you guys remember, is California Games. Oh yeah, by yeah. Epics. Yep. So. Oh, I used to love Epics games. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny you look at the screenshots there, and it's like that's it. It's like a half pipe and someone on a roller sk- on, a, on a skateboard. But yeah, the there was half pipe roller skating, surfing, BMX, foot bag. And flying disc in that game. <laughs> so, it's like a foot bag. I guess it's a hacky sack. <laughs> they had a hacky sack game back in the. Mm-hmm. What year was this? This was 2009. Uh, or, sorry, at least 87. And then the virtual console it came out later, but it was in 87. So, lots of stuff. They've, so, essentially, they've got a huge library of stuff that they probably can dig into and. Uh, put out onto our system, onto the Xbox One. Uh, another one that people mentioned that was on original Xbox, only on Xbox, was grabbed by the Ghoulies. So this is a rare developed Microsoft Game Studio published uh, product. So would be kind of cool maybe to see that make the light of day again. Uh, Rare stated back in 2009 that a direct sequel to it was being considered. So, maybe. Maybe we'll get some good news from Rare at E3 this year. I think that'd be pretty cool. Alright, and uh, so, backing in the chat. Let's see, Conquer and Perfect Dark. Monkey Punch would like to see that. Hawk said he wants Conquer and Banjo. Um, let's see. Gunny Chief, Donkey Kong Country was a fantastic game. Carbide still has Goldeneye. Monkey Punch said grabbed by the Ghoulies. Um, Hawk says, I think Rare owns Battletoads, so Microsoft does. And J-Mill said Groovy Ghoulies. (laughs) So, I think we got some, uh, excitement about Rare and some possible future, uh, franchises coming our way. Let's hope that holds true. All right, so let's jump into the community. We got we actually do have one more thing to discuss. It came from uh, our Facebook group, um, and Rob, I'll let you read this one, or I'll let Stuart read it. He's you, you can see that, right, Stuart? You got that up under Facebook? Uh, oh, I did delete it, or I closed it, so no, I don't. All right, Rob, you want to pull that up? I'll let yeah, you read sure. it. And reach our right. Facebook group. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash this Xbox Life. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex Richardson. Uh, this is random. 
but I recently went back and listened to older episodes of this Xbox Life and uh, some others, and a couple of things came to mind. First of all, my respect goes to all of you that kept this podcast community alive for so many years. And secondly, I noticed a pattern when it comes to tech rumors. I don't remember if it was TXL, but some older episodes of someone speculated that on the Xbox 360 pre-launch, I noticed a lot of similarities with the 360 pre-launch rumors and Xbox One pre-launch rumors. Just like the launch for the Xbox One, there were rumors that didn't come true, such as funky designs, the name of Xbox Two, and a price increase to $70. I wasn't uh, old enough back then to follow gaming when the 360 was announced, and I thought that this was just interesting for an open discussion and comparison. That is it. So, I was trying to think of this and think of some of the stuff. I mean, it's been so long. I wasn't even into Xbox when the 360 came out, so I have no idea. I was a PC gamer back then, so I have no knowledge of what was rumored and speculation prior to the 360 being launched. Um, do you recall anything, Rob? I mean, because you didn't even get one on launch day, did you? No, I just I didn't pre-order. I didn't do any of that stuff, and then they were just impossible to find. But I remember you, you and I were. For it? I I well, at first I was like, I'm gonna hold off because I had the or the original Xbox and I enjoyed it enough. But I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna hold off for a while. And then as soon as it came out, I'm like, I want one. I gotta have it now. And it's too <laughs> late at that point because of the supply problems. That was the thing that was really annoying. Really, really annoying back then, just because. They didn't produce enough or whatever the case was. If you didn't have it pre-ordered and sitting there waiting for you, it was literally just like crazy town trying to get a hold of this thing. I, I remember I had, uh, and this is going off a little bit on a tangent here, but I, I had this application running on my PC that would hit up websites <laughs> <laughs> like every five minutes, I think it was. It would hit up all the different shopping sites and it would log a change done to the web page, meaning that the stock went from sold out to click here to purchase. <laughs> and and I just remember there was a couple of times where it was in stock, but by the time I got my order placed, it was out of stock. And it was just so annoying. But uh, I don't really remember a whole lot prior to it. I don't know if I just didn't follow it as much. You know, it just I yeah. I remember I remember hearing, you know, that it was coming out. I remember when it was coming out, but I just like I I don't remember too much on the specs. Like the Xbox One for me right now is like clear as day. I don't know, just because maybe we talked about it for yeah. a year and a half prior. I mean, I remember all of that. But the 360, that was so long ago. That was what, 2007? Isn't that when it came out? Or was it 2005? Uh, yeah, you're going to hit me right off. Uh, <laughs> See, you don't remember either. I don't know. <laughs> I'll look it up. I'll no, look it up you know what? Because sure. I think it was around for seven years I before Xbox it... One came out. So it was like, yeah, 2007-ish. I thought it was... I was thinking 2005, so I thought it was 2007. Well, yeah. Well, let's see here. Uh, when did it launch? 
Well, there's all the stats on the darn thing. On, yeah, November 22nd, 2005. 2005, yeah. Right. So. Because I think, wasn't it 2007 when the Kinect came out? I thought it was a couple years later when the Kinect came out. No, that would have been no, after. it would have been later. It's... It would have been later than that. I thought there was something big that it was happened like, it... like two years later. I don't know. I don't remember. Because cause we started this show in 08. And the Connect came out after that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because I remember there was like that big dashboard update in November. Because the Xbox originally was the Blades, wasn't it? Yes. So the 360 was the Blades, and then it went to the current setup. Well, I think the biggest thing, we get back into his question, he was talking about, you know, pre-launch hype and stuff, and... You know, and I don't, I mean, I just don't, I can't answer this because I don't know what any of the hype was for the 360. I, it was out for, it had to be out for a year or two before I jumped on it. I don't remember when I got mine, but, you know, it was definitely out there. I know it was still hard to find at the time, I believe, because I remember you talking about it. And I think you even called me one time and was like, hey, there's two of them at Costco. Do you want me to get you one? And I, I still was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Because even when the wife, you know, gave me the okay, I was just like, man, that's a lot of money. I never played my Xbox when I had it. I, I, and I'm a PC gamer. But, I, you know, finally I ended up buying one and I haven't looked back. <laughs> you yeah, know, you went into I, rabbit hole. Oh, deep. my goodness. That thing sucked me <laughs> in and I'm still here. So, but. Um, Bless. Yeah, but you know there is a. I think everything's going to have your rumors. Every tech item, and he's right. There's there is a pattern. I think when it comes out to these tech rumors, but it's just like, and people are excited and they want everybody wants this new stuff. And you know you'll get somebody will say something, and all of a sudden it's being you know especially when you you know even if we did if we had said something about probably about. You know, this is coming out that some no one else had said. But we said, "Hey, this is going to be on the new Xbox One." You know, it probably would have been picked up, and you know, everybody was talking about it. You know, that's just what people do. They get excited about the new stuff, and they, they, you know, we get all into the possibilities. It's like Christmas morning. You know, what's in this box? What's shaking it? You know, and all these things are going on in your mind. It could be this. It could be that. You know, and um, you know, so I, I don't know. I like it. I think it's exciting time, and I, that's why I like E3. I get excited about E3 because there's going to be something that we're not aware of, and and I'm always excited to know what's the what's the secret, what's the thing that they've been able to keep under wraps, you know, and what's coming, right. what's new. So, but. although the thing that I'm really grateful for is Xbox One didn't have that supply problem. True. That was really annoying because that was a problem with the original Xbox and the 360, where it was months later until you could get it if you weren't just if you, had you know pre-order. crazy shopping for it. Yeah. So. And and that took out all those folks also that would do that annoying habit of like buying ten consoles and then trying to sell them on eBay. <laughs> yes. You know, that stuff just pissed me off so much. Get your 360 it, for $1,500. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I mean, 
you know, Pete, well, first of all, it sucks that they're doing that. And second of all, the thing that sucks is like if you're in Best Buy and then they've got a bunch of them and some chump in front of you buys them all just so they could resell them. It's like, you know, they're not buying them for themselves. And then everybody there is like punished, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to go down this road. Yeah. No. I'm going to let the anger subside. <laughs> Put it, put it, put it in a bubble, and then Oosa, blow it away. Oosa. <laughs> goose raba, goose raba. Yeah. <laughs> Serenity now, <laughs> and you got to yeah. yell it. <laughs> oh, bonus points for everybody that can name each of those three. One was a TV show, two were movie. No, two were TV shows. One was a movie that I just quoted from regarding Rob's condition. We'll see if anybody picks that up. So, again, it was put it in a bubble, which will be the hard one for people to get. Serenity Now, which should be easy. And then uh, Goose Raba, which should also be fairly easy. Stuart, do you recognize any of those without giving away any answers? Put it in a bubble sounds familiar, but nothing <sighs> nothing close on hand. Nothing at the top of my head. <sighs> yeah, you lost me too, dude. My wife, I always do that to my wife. I'll, like, put it in a bubble. And she gets mad at me. <laughs> But she knows what it's from, too. She hates. She always pops the bubble. <laughs> Get that pop. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I see one J Mill seventy four monkey punch. Yes, you're right. With Seinfeld for Serenity. Now, that was George's dad. The way he dealt with uh, frustration, he was yell it. So, we'll see if anybody else mentioned can figure out what the other two are. Wait, um, Seinfeld's dad yelled. I never noticed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frank Costanza. All righty. So let's... That's um, George's dad. George's dad, yeah. Right, yes, George's dad. So we also have a Twitter. So you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash this Xbox Life. And uh, we do have a voicemail. Go to our website and click the send voicemail option. Again, calling out to anybody that is a Cricket fan. Send us a voicemail and explain exactly what Cricket is to us, okay? we're just a bunch of dumb Americans and Canadians over here. Um, and then, of course, Amazon. You can support us. I'm going to have to make some new things here for this section. But you can support us by going to thesexboxlife.com forward slash Amazon. Uh, this is doing your normal purchases. And uh, through that, through our affiliate link at Amazon, uh, you get your stuff for the great low price and great service you get from Amazon. And then we get a piece of that from Amazon uh, for sending uh you to them um, also again I want to mention if you would like to basically subscribe to us um, and become a patron of this Xbox life you can go to patreon.com forward slash this Xbox life uh, I'll have uh, links and images for the show next week um, but you can pledge to uh, basically give a donation to us every month uh, you set the price of what you want that to be um, so you can set it or lower or as high as you wish um, and we would appreciate that again that will all go towards purchasing new equipment to make the show better also if you want to do a one-time donation uh, if you look at the bottom of our twitch page for those watching there is a donate with paypal that that will take you to the twitch alerts uh donation page that's a one-time donation so if you just want to send us some money one time you're welcome to do it that way so hopefully there's three options that you can support the show hopefully we've met everybody's needs uh, for all those that have requested other options um, we have 
provided these three. And we thank everybody for supporting us, regardless of how you choose to do it. Uh, we thank you and appreciate your guys' uh, patronage or continued community participation. All right, so that takes us to new releases. And since Stuart's been so quiet, oh, he probably doesn't have this thing back up anymore, does he? <laughs> I found it. I'll uh, let me just pop All it up here. All right. How about you just list the the new releases coming out this week for 360 Scroll. and Xbox One? Uh, for the 360, we have Trivial Pursuit Live and Dead or Alive 5 Last Round. And on the one, we have Dead or Alive 5 Last Round as well. And th this one's weird because I plan to get DOA 5 last round. And I went out to the marketplace today and I was like, oh, yeah, this comes out on Tuesday. Uh, let me let me get it pre-ordered and downloaded. It's not out there. So I'm like, okay, where is it? This is a retail release. So um, I did a search and there's an item. The only item that comes up is uh, one for like, if you buy the game, then you get these free outfits and stuff for the game, but you can, that's not available. So I don't know. I don't know where the game's at, but maybe it'll show up hopefully maybe tomorrow so we can pre-order and pre-download the darn thing. But if you're getting it, if you get DOA 5 and let me know, I'll probably, I'll be playing it this week. You guys planning to get, get that? Nope. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't. I'm really picky lately. I don't know. I just don't have much time on my hands, and I'm just looking forward to Rainbow Six and Division, and that's about it. Finish up what I got right now. Yeah, I'm not big into the the fighting games, but I've always enjoyed the Dead or the Dead or Alive franchise. Um, I've always enjoyed that fighting game. Um, what was the other one? Soul Calibur, I think it was. I enjoyed too, but it's like any of the others are just even Killer Instinct. It's like I just I don't know. For some reason, I don't get it. And I'm still no good at Dead or Alive, but it's still fun. I've enjoyed playing it. I'm so. just not fast enough or coordinated enough to, <laughs> to do that kind of stuff. And neither am I anymore. So it probably won't be something I play. I did play the on the 360. They had the Dead or Alive 5 Super Duper Championship Ultimate Unbelievable Crazy Last Edition Ever release, which... You know, and I, I, I played a lot of it, so it was fun. So, anyways, I'll be on if anybody wants to play. Maybe we can boost some achievements. Um, other than that, I think that's it. Did you guys have any last comments before we take off for the night? Nope, just uh, make sure to grab the new uh, Games with Gold for Xbox 360. Starts tomorrow, 16th. All right, well, Stuart, you were quiet, but we appreciate you filling in for Brian. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just don't know what else to say. That's uh, all right. We we appreciate you being here anyway. So um, we, uh, we will, I guess that's it. So rate us five stars on iTunes or in any other podcast audio format that you get. Uh, please rate us high. Tell, us, tell your friends and neighbors all about us. Share our donation and Amazon links with your with your buddies. Uh, with that, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709. I'm taking off. This is Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. And this is Stu Carbide on Xbox Live. You have guys have a good night. Talk to you later.